This week's episode of the Living Strong Podcast is brought to you by Canadian Protein. Are you guys tired of spending so much money on your supplements and not getting the best quality out there? Well, Canadian Protein has changed the game. They offer the best quality in supplements and in protein, all in bulk packaging and at a fraction of the price. I've been using their plant-based protein for months now. It's the best tasting protein I've ever had. They have so many different flavors and it's not at all chalky. If you guys want to get your hands on some Canadian protein supplements, head on over to canadianprotein.com and use code LIVINGSTRONGPOD at checkout for 10% off your first order. You are listening to the Living Strong Podcast. It is a movement to show that anyone out there in the world has the potential to become their best self and reach any goal they put their mind and heart to. Every week we'll be in your ears giving you tips, tricks and stories that will get you off the couch and turn your life around. Thank you for listening. Welcome back to another episode of the Living Strong Podcast. This week we got Bill Schufelt on the other side and he is the founder behind Athletic Brewing, which is a non-alcoholic beer company out of the US. It's an awesome conversation because Bill is not only an entrepreneur, but he calls himself an athlete in his day-to-day life. He just loves breaking a sweat every day and we talk about that in the in uh, this coming up episode. I really hope you guys enjoy because there's a lot of topics on how uh, being an athlete and being an entrepreneur are on the same caliber of things that there takes time it takes there's ups and downs it takes a lot of commitment and everything uh, on top of that so i really hope you guys enjoy it and let's jump right into it welcome back to another episode of the living strong podcast this week i got bill schufelt uh, the founder behind athletic brewing a non-alcoholic beer company that's what i write i said non-alcoholic beer company bill welcome to the show Thank you so much for having me on. It's a pleasure to talk to you. And yeah, non-alcoholic beer, definitely not an everyday thing, but we're super excited about it. That's, that's amazing. So, uh, Bill, can you give us a quick uh, about yourself? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I grew up in Connecticut. Um, I went to college up in Vermont, um, lived in New York for a decade, and I'm back in Connecticut. That's where our brewery is. I was in the financial world for a long time, and um, I'm now very excited to be in the brewing world. Awesome. And uh, when was that, that switch uh, from uh, being a, in the financial world to uh, opening up your own uh, brewing company? How did that uh, it was the idea first hit me about five years ago. Okay. Um, we've been in business coming up on two years right now. So there's a lot of planning involved. Um, but really it was like, I honestly never, ever would have thought I'd start my own company. I wasn't someone who had 40 ideas and chose one of those ideas. Um, I really only ever had one idea and it hit me very late in life. Um, I finance was an easy path that really spoke to my talents. Um, and I would have thought I'd be in finance for the rest of my life. Um, that transition kind of happened when I was turning 30 years old, I was about to get married. Um, my, like everyone loves to everyone can burn the candle at both ends throughout their twenties. Um, but I really started to listen to my body as I was turning 30 and my wife is a incredible plant-based chef and we grow a lot of food in our backyard. So I was, yeah, really sensitive to like the inputs and fuel into my body and like how that affected my performance. 
Um, but also my day job was just so demanding and required such attention and focus. And there were real consequences if I wasn't alert and focused. Um, but also I was really just like, I found this group of friends in the city and for the first time in my life, a couple of years prior, um, I really found that I loved to work out um, and just loved to push ourselves harder and harder. And originally it was boxing that was high intensity workouts before I knew it, I was doing Spartan races and trail nice. running and yeah. And those trail runs all of a sudden turned into ultra trail runs. Wow. And <laughs> yeah, but it was really this like, it was kind of like healthy led to healthy. And so like every element of my life kind of was leaning towards more performance based, either if it was my career, if it was my workout life. Um, but then I also love to be like mindful and present with my friends and family. Um, and I was kind of just doing in taking inventory of my life before I got married and I was turning 30 and I was like, no, alcohol doesn't really fit in any of those areas anymore. Um, and I decided to stop for a month and just see how I felt. And it was like the easiest decision ever to not go back. Um, it, I was more productive. I slept better. I was focused all the time at work and didn't have any off days. Um, and the whole time I worked out, I felt like I wanted to accelerate. Um, it was just like good fuel on top of good fuel and good sleep and just kind of like a really positive, virtuous cycle. Um, and so that's kind of how I like started to drift away from drinking. Um, and then I like my wife saw this impact on my life. Uh, some of my friends saw it and like a couple of my friends really cut back their drinking because I, I think I almost gave like social permission for people to like go out and not drink because okay. I still love going to bars and restaurants and barbecues and um I kind of saw this positive impact I was having not only on myself, but on my friends and family. And I was like, you know, this is more of a positive impact than I've had on anything I'll ever do in my financial career. Um, and saw an opportunity that if we're to somehow make not drinking cool and socially acceptable, which I think it is increasingly becoming, yes, could yes. have a positive impact on like tens of millions of lives. Um, and so, I was, as I was thinking about that impact, I was also a craft beer lover, a wine lover who liked to go to bars and restaurants and do all normal things that adults do. And there were no options out there. Um, so I, that was like a major frustration point for me. I'd made this positive choice and there are no options. And so kind of set out to set out to change that, started reading brewing textbooks and before I knew it, it was like, re like just having that first idea that there should really be good non-alcoholic craft beer, and it could have this huge positive impact if it existed. Just one thing after another, and it was a rabbit hole I'd been in for five years, and it's gotten more exciting by the day. And um, so, yeah, it's kind of a long way around how I got started. Um, it was just all about impact and like potential positive impact on tens of millions of people's health and that kind of brought me here that's really really cool especially that you're not only uh crafting uh non-alcoholic beer but you do live uh, a sober uh life is uh very uh like you it shows that you're really behind your product 100 percent um oh for sure you uh, uh go ahead 
Oh yeah. I was going to say it definitely wasn't a, like I can foresee that a lot of brewers are going to start making non-alcoholic beer as like one of their brands. Um, And we think that's great. And we want there to be lots of options in the category, but as a company, like we are really excited about being like the non-alcoholic brand who has is focused just on that and making great non-alcoholic beer. That's for sure. For sure. It's, it's really, really cool. And so uh, I want to talk a bit about your, your sobriety. So you, you mentioned that in, in your, your brief uh, story that you just said that you, you went sober for a month and then uh, you never looked back. What, what, uh, so you mentioned that it was because of the sports and everything, but what did you realize and what did you feel after that one month to say to yourself, you know what, I don't need alcohol. I could, I'm happy the way I am and I'm, my energy uh, levels are great. My workouts are great and all that. So what, what made you stick to it? Yeah, I, um, so I've been like, I, in my prior financial life, going to like three or four work dinners a week where, you know, you'd have one or two drinks and like a more rich meal than you typically eat at home if you're eating healthy. Um, and then every once in a while I'd either have like a friend in town or go out with like my brother or something like that. And like anyone in their twenties just get like a little carried away and have that occasional late night where like in your, like those hangovers where even if it's once a month, but you get like a bigger hangover that really derails performance for like hundred percent two days after. And it's, it's not only right then that next morning, it's the meals you have that day. It's the dehydration. You miss a workout, you have a bad day at work. Um, and it all kind of compounds, um, where I kind of found that, um, it's, like taking out those moments or even it wasn't even necessarily like the big days. It was like the days where you have like two drinks and you get a slightly worse sleep. You're not sharp the next day. Your workout's not as good. I thought the compounding from those was almost as bad as like the bigger drinking, um, like bigger drinking nights out or bachelor parties or whatever they were. Um, and I just really loved feeling good and waking up and, um, some things I immediately noticed were I slept through the night for the first time in years. I was like all of a sudden just like not waking up and, until my alarm went off, which was like kind of a shocking phenomenon. <laughs> I didn't really realize that that was something that adults had. Um, and um, another thing was that, um, yeah, just like being sharp all the time at work was great. Um, but like, you diet definitely compounds. And if you make good eating choices for five days straight, you feel great at the end of that and like sleeping compounds. And so then I saw those like positive effects in my workouts and, um, it, yeah, it was just all kind of like a virtuous circle in that regard. Um, and then there's like, like the money or saving money and everything. Yeah, sure. <laughs> and, um, but also it's, I also like even going out in social situations, I realized that no one really cares if you're drinking as long as you don't care that you're not drinking. Um, and so like they, people just want you to be there and have fun. And as long as you're having fun, they don't care what's in your hand. And I quickly realized I liked buying drinks for my friends 
as much as I ever liked drinking them myself. And so there were a lot of moments like that too, where, or you go to a wedding and you can drive home at night, like any wedding within two hours of our house, it was great. Like waking up at home the next morning. Um, And so there were all these like little surprises, which kind of came out and it, it was just like an easy decision to stick ultimately. Awesome. So now how many years is it that you haven't had a drink? Uh, just over seven so far. Oh, nice. Yep. About awesome. seven and a half now. That's really, really cool. So when uh, you're, you're talking about the, the story of you getting into uh, ultra endurance sports and all that, it kind of uh, made me uh, uh, think about Jody Senna. Uh, and obviously, you know Jody Senna. And for the listeners yeah. out there, Jody Senna is the founder of, OC, of uh, uh, Spartan Race um, and the Death Race. And a, a bunch of other stuff, but um, his story was almost the same as yours. That he was working uh, on Wall Street in finance, and uh, he discovered uh, all these uh, crazy ultra endurance events, and then he started attending them, and that's what led him to uh, leave the finance world and uh, start uh, Spartan Race. So I found that really cool uh, that your story is almost the same as his. Uh, do you find that? Uh, these ultra endurance events and the, the preparation for uh, the, the runs that you do and, and all the sports that you, you partake in really help you uh, learn how to set goals and stay focused uh, with athletic brewing and all that? For sure. Um, and it's funny you mentioned Joe. Joe's actually been a huge inspiration for me and He's actually someone who's very approachable and he's given great advice and um, he had me on the podcast um, and he's he's such a good guy and I admire what they built at Spartan so much. I think it's doing such good in the world um, with how many lives they're influencing and how many... Like like Joe Joe, uh, if ever I get a chance to actually talk one-on-one to him, I have to thank him for, for everything because if it wasn't for the Spartan race, I would still be uh, 300 something pounds. I would still be smoking cigarettes. I would still be unhealthy. I wouldn't been plant based that I am now. Like I signed up for a Spartan race in 2017 and that race changed my life completely. And, and that's that he's also one of the reasons I started the podcast. Like he's a really, like you mentioned, he's a big inspiration to you and he's a big inspiration to me. One day my goal is to get him on this podcast and talk to him and thank him for everything. And, and like you just said, he's, he's, he's just an awesome guy. And, He's so straightforward, but he's so motivating and uh, he's there to really, like you could tell that his goal is to really help a hundred million people change their life. Oh, it really is. He cuts, he cuts right through the excuses and tells you exactly how it is. And, but he's also like such a clear blue flame thinker that he can lay what the path looks like for people. And if you're willing to do the work, he shows you that route and he doesn't, he doesn't forget where he came from. He like, he was so approachable for me and like asking him advice and stuff. And uh, we've partnered with Spartan and we're going to be at the finish line of every Spartan race for the next few years in America. And um, he's, yeah, we're super excited about that, but it's all, it's just because there's such a, they could have partnered with anyone they want and they chose athletic brewing versus like, all the bigger brands out there they could have chosen. And that's such a testament to him because of mission alignment. Um, yeah. yeah, I will say, so I like, it, it's amazing the 
like my attraction to Spartan happened organically and I ran, I like from day one Spartan and Tough Mudders, I was running those races and like they were a huge part of my fitness journey, like doing those early Spartan races and those challenges and having training goals helped me push myself to places I'd never been and training goals I'd never been and finding that community and just like continued goal setting. Um, and it's so funny, I had already quit my job and everything when I first learned Joe's story. But yeah. Joe has been a huge inspiration since then. And it's amazing how many parallels there are. Like both of our missions are essentially to help millions of people like lead healthy and active lives. And both of our businesses are so oriented towards positive impact. And I couldn't think higher of him or the people he's built Spartan around um, and the community of people at the races. Um, I know a mutual friend of ours, uh, John Ross Wiley, who was yeah. on your podcast previously, um, is an incredible guy I found through the Spartan community. And we do local workouts together and um, just a great friend through working out and finding that new level of health um, in the community, which is cool. Yeah. Um, cool. cool. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, you asked about um, Spartans and altars and stuff. And yeah. it was really just. Uh, kind of an escalation i love seeking where that like frontier of working out is almost um really for me it's all about just getting away from my phone or like day-to-day -day stress for a few hours or an hour or even 10 minutes like like whatever it is to push my body into an uncomfortable zone for a little while and just like clear my head like this morning was a super busy morning so i just went into my basement and did burpees for 10 minutes but awesome on a yeah on a saturday or sunday that might look like a long trail run or something like that where it's like really meditative and a good long enduring workout but um yeah it's uh anywhere all over the map i love uh kind of pushing those fitness boundaries awesome so what what would you say is your uh, if we would have to define you per sport Uh, what would be that one sport that you like to train the most, I guess? Um, I'm, I'm really a generalist. Uh, okay. I hate to say that, but uh, really a, a workout enthusiast. Like I will, any workout that people want to do, I love just like communal passion for awesome. working out and like that, that like fellowship of working out. Um, like this last weekend we were on the West coast and did a Navy seal workout and a nice. gym HIT workout. And both were equally as enjoyable and I love doing them. Um, nice. if, if I had to pinpoint a favorite sport, I might say skiing oh, as cool. a sport, but, uh, yeah, but kind of all over the map on workouts. Cool. And what I found interesting from what you just said before was that like uh, this morning you, you knew you had a busy day. So to get that workout in, you went 10 minutes and, and do uh, uh, burpees for 10 minutes or on the weekends you would do longer runs or trail runs. So do you follow um, a specific schedule with your workouts or are you um, basically whatever I have time with, I'll get it done. I'll get something done. I'll make my, myself sweat every day. Or are you along which, which side are you more along with? Um, definitely sweat every day in some sort of form. I usually try to build like a workout game plan for the week every Sunday. Um, okay. and that could be like two gym workouts, two runs outside and, um, 
maybe a couple like quicker workouts or something and like a trail run on the weekend. Um, but it also depends if I have something like a few months out, um, like a big ski trip, I might do legs really heavy for the next month or something. And, or, um, like I'm doing a, the first weekend of May doing a 50 mile run. So trying to like build my distance out of that a little bit. Um, and then, yeah, have some big elevation races this year. So definitely going to try to find some elevation in the coming months as well. Cool. What, what are these races that you're doing? Um, got some fun ones coming up. Uh, so one of them is unsanctioned. That's just a Zion Traverse, which is uh, 50 miles across uh, Zion National Park. Um, but we're going to go out, do a trail cleanup day, and then run the 50-mile cool. Traverse the following day um then i think it's late june um going up to alberta canada and doing a race called the minotaur which um i think that race is about 20 miles but it's a pretty good elevation it's beautiful and uh it's part of the sky race series okay um and then um in august i'm doing a 38 mile run uh called the telluride mountain run um, which that's mostly above like 10,000 feet, but a lot of it's at 12 or 13,000. So got to find some elevation before a long run at that elevation. For sure. For sure. And, uh, are, are, is athletic brewing as a company, uh, sponsoring any other, uh, races or events other than Spartan, or are you guys still are just uh, starting with Spartan and then branching yourselves out there? For sure. Uh, we do all sorts of stuff. Um, it's, it's funny marketing for athletic brewing is really easy because we basically, whatever races we want to run or like things we find our community bringing to us, we're like, that sounds great. We'll do that. And, uh, <laughs> so we kind of end up with a lot of different things. Um, we have some incredible partners. So, uh, we sponsored the, um, Delmo sports triathlon series. That's, uh, throughout New Jersey and Philadelphia, um, yeah. event power throughout Long Island. Um, we're doing, um, we sponsored the Pan Mass Challenge, which raised uh, $55 million for Dana-Farber cancer last year. Wow. Um, yeah, and we really, we're going to be a uh, sponsor of the Ragnar Race Series this year. Okay, uh, so yeah. We'll be at all those races. Uh, we're super excited about that. That's an incredible company. Um, but really we're doing a lot of other races too, where, um, people on our team kind of pick them as individual passion projects. And then we just show up and run and then we share beers after. So cool. super fun. Cool. And, uh, so, so if we talk a bit about the, uh, like brewing the company and everything, where, uh, is the company right now? What's, what, how, what's the size of the company? Uh, what, what's your production and all that? How, how are you guys, what's your, so basically where are you guys are, are now and what are your goals with the athletic brewing? Yeah. Um, well, we have our brewery in, uh, Stratford, Connecticut. Um, it's the first brewery in the country dedicated to non-alcoholic beer. Um, so like the whole production facility just makes non-alcoholic beer, which we're super proud of. Awesome. Um, and John, our other co-founder and myself, um, yeah, we started home brewing in this building on Gatorade jugs and built up around it. And uh, so, yeah, we now sell beer nationwide on e-commerce um, and we're distributed in about eight states right now. But uh, 
we are we have significantly more capacity becoming available June 1st. And um, at that point, we're opening 10 new states. So we have like 10 different states across the country that we're opening up at that cool. point. And then, um, yeah, we have big international goals too. So hopefully we can get beer up to you in Canada very soon. Yeah, hopefully that's, that's, that's going to be awesome. And yeah, um, it, uh, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, hopefully our online will be able to sell soon up in Canada. Um, That'll make it much easier. For sure, for sure. And so um, what are the the beers you guys currently have uh, in your reservoir as uh, for people out there that Um, want to know more about it? So our two flagships are our Run Wild IPA, which is a really sessionable, approachable refreshing um west coast style ipa um and then our upside down upside down golden ale is like super light crisp refreshing golden ale um both are certified organic uh they're 50 to 70 calories so like barely yeah barely like half the calories of a michelob ultra um but it's like really we like to say brew without compromise which um to us means it's like the full taste and quality of like the best craft beers just happens to not have alcohol has a fraction of the calories and you feel great. That's really, really cool. I've always wondered how, uh, like how can a a beer, if it's made with the same stuff as a regular beer have non-alcohol, could you explain that to us a bit? That's a fascinating for me. (laughs) Yeah, that was, as we started the research, um, and John, our other co-founder, is a super talented and highly awarded craft brewer who has been yeah. for well over a decade making great craft beer. Um, and I was super lucky to team up with him. Uh, the two of us together, as I started to go down this rabbit hole, um, the baseline we had was if any of the existing technologies or methods worked to make good non-alcoholic beer, the craft beer world is so innovative and talented that we would already have great non-alcoholic beer. And so we basically said we had to come up with our totally own process. Wow. We don't want to burn off. The, yeah. We don't want to burn off the alcohol or use some industrialized process that doesn't let the ingredients speak. Um, so we came up with our own process, which uh, it's not a single step. It involves like 12 or 15 changes in the brewing process and some custom equipment um, to make life easier. But uh yeah, it's it's something I think totally our own. Where I think we're the only ones in the world making non-alcoholic beer this way. Wow, that's really really cool. And uh, oh, thank you. And another question I had for you is: Are you guys going to be sticking only uh, to the beer, or will you be branching out to other types of alcohols? Um, yeah, to sticking to beer. Um, but we might make different drinks for different occasions. Um, like we've made a lot of fun stuff in our tap room and brewery already. If that's anything from like hot teas and seltzers to different stuff. So I think there are a lot of different drinks for different times of day, but, uh, right now like beer is so versatile also. For sure. If it's not alcoholic, you can drink it in so many different times a day. Yeah. Uh, you really can. It's, uh, it's awesome. So for, uh, I really liked the, your story of uh, starting uh, your own business and everything. So do you have any uh, stories of when you started your business, like uh, some ups and downs you had when you guys first started off 
or uh, any any tips for people out there that uh, are wanting to to uh, change your life and start their own business? Uh, yeah, for sure. And I, I definitely don't want to pretend I know everything about everything because I think every day kind of proves that I don't. But <laughs> um, it, it's definitely like, so it's, my old job was stressful all the time and um, all, anything that went wrong, it could have been my fault or other fault and it didn't, didn't really matter. It was just always like, um, where like things go wrong every day here for sure. Something's going to go wrong. And, but it's like seen as a challenge that we can overcome. And um, yeah, it's, it's definitely not easy and things go wrong all the time but it's fun to take on these challenges and it feels worthwhile. And, um, but I will say it's tough. So I, I think like my first tip would definitely be like, make sure you're following like a, a big passion and something that's impactful where you can see where you're going to have your impact because there are going to be dark times. There are going to be days where you have to wake up at 3am after you've been up working till midnight and, it just has to be real and authentic to like make it through those times. Um, yeah. And al along that, like I think finding a great partner to build your business with, like I got super lucky with John as a partner. Um, and I don't think either of us could have gotten nearly as far without each other. Um, another thing important to me is uh, kind of start every day, taking time for yourself. Um, it often probably seems like you don't have time or you're in a big rush, but for, for me, like just taking five minutes to meditate and 10 minutes to break a sweat will turn the whole course of my day around. Um, I just, I try to sweat every day. Otherwise yeah. like my day is materially different outside of that. Yeah. For sure. Um, the same way. <laughs> yeah. And then, I think on the same note, kind of like there's always going to be more to do at the end of the day. Um, and like, it's good to have unfinished business in a way. Um, so I'd say kind of know when to pull the plug um, and like spend time with your family or like reflect on your day by yourself. But I think there's a time every day to pull the plug as well. Um, and awesome. I think, yeah, on a, on a personal note um, for me, it's always been, kind of to take note of the fuel I'm putting in my body. Um, I really noticed that when my wife started to make a lot of our meals, um, like out of ingredients that we knew exactly what's going into our food. Um, but that carried over to me stopping drinking alcohol and drinking our beers. Um, I always like using the analogy of a car, like <clears throat> you don't put garbage in your car and expect it to run the same. So like, why would your body be able to do that? So, um, I'm all about my cheat days, but most of the time I try to stick to good fuel. Awesome. Cool. Cool. So what were some accompli accomplishments personal and uh, company wise from uh, 2019 that you guys had or that you had? Um, I think we're most proud of like building our team um, and the culture we've built at athletic. Um, we've grown from, uh, in the last 18 months, we've grown from three teammates to about 42. Wow. Um, but yeah, but it's really been done with very few job advertisements and we kind of just had people walking in the door who are really excited to join the team. And um, 
who are on board with the mission. So we're really proud of the culture and the impact we're seeking to have. Um, and then kind of as a result of that, like we're with everyone kind of moving in the same direction and excited about sharing our beer. Uh, we grew 10 times in production and revenue last year. So definitely excited about that. Um, and then, yeah, we just grew 55% last, last month in January on top of that. So we're wow. pretty excited. Cool. And what are some uh, goals that you guys have out for uh, 2020? Um, we had some crazy adventure goals. Uh, <laughs> um, but we have a lot of good team goals, too. Um, some of our biggest goals are charitable. Um, okay, awesome. Good. Bet between our company and our investor team, we're hoping to raise over half a million dollars for charitable causes. Um, awesome. Yeah, and that's a program called ABC Impact we're launching next week. Um, and then we donate 2% of all sales to trail and park cleanups also. So uh, even as a young company, we've donated over uh, six figures to trail and park cleanups. So um, yeah, we try to get out like once a month and do a trail and park cleanup and also make a donation. And um, that's been a really fun and rewarding part of our company as well. That's really cool. I, it's, it's, I really like the way your, your model of your company, uh, the way I'm, I'm from what you're telling me and all that. The, the, especially that 2% of sales go to trail and parking up and uh, the athletic brewing uh, being non-alcoholic is just showing that though we need to take care of ourselves, but not only taking care of ourselves, but also taking care of our planet and, and the rest of the world. So that's really, really cool that you guys do that. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So much of like being able to get outside and escape and like get a good workout on the trails. Um, if, if our generation doesn't take care of the take care of nature and the world, uh, there just won't be opportunities like that for generations behind us. So it's something we feel really strong about. Yeah. Really cool. Really cool. Um, cool. A random question. It might not yeah. be what I, what I think the answer is going to be, but are all 42 employees of the company, all, uh, people that are sober or do you still have some guys that drink alcoholic beer? <laughs> No, there's only one or two of us. Um, so pretty much everyone in our company drinks alcoholic beer and they're, they're great occasions for craft beer. And like, we're definitely not a soapbox company at all. And we think yeah. craft beer and wine and the world's a stressful place. And we know people need to escape and be social. And we just want everyone to be included in those social situations. And so whether you're drinking or not, we think we think the word sober is so outdated and people can be sober for Monday through Friday. People can be sober from 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. or yeah. people can be sober forever. And uh, so we just want beers for any time, anywhere. Awesome. As, That's long as, really, really cool. as long as they're good beers. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Um, so we have a, a segment. You did give us already some tips uh, from uh, starting your own business personally and, and growth-wise. But we have a segment on the podcast called uh, The Three Tips. And it's, yeah. uh, it's basically three tips that you would give our listeners today for them to be able to put themselves on the path to a strong life or to stay on the path of living a strong life. So what would your three tips be? Um, yeah, I think... 
kind of similar to what I was saying before, but I think my number one by far, follow your passion and impact. I mean, life is tough and you got to have a true north. Um, that's something Joe DeSanta always says. Yeah. Follow your, follow your true north and know where that is. Um, definitely break a sweat every day, like start every day by taking care of yourself. Um, and know when to pull the plug. Like there's always going to be more. Um, just know when to make time for your family and yourself. Awesome. So uh, the part, uh, it was an awesome uh, podcast talking to you, uh, Bill. I learned so much about uh, your story uh, from uh, starting Athletic Brewing and uh, yeah, how you went from the finance world to start doing uh, working out, start doing ultras, leaving that world, opening up your own business. So it's a really remarkable uh, story. And I think a lot of uh, the Living Strong uh, listeners are going to take a lot of information and uh, bring it into their lives, into their day-to-day lives, because just myself, a lot of what you were saying, I resonated with it, and it's really, really cool. And I can't wait for you guys to, to be able to sell in Canada, because I really want to try try some of your stuff. If not, I have to come down to a, a Spartan race in the U.S. Uh, this season. But Oh, uh, you should do that anyway, but yeah, we'll yeah. get you beer in the meantime. <laughs> yeah, I'll be doing that. I'll probably be at the, the – I'm trying to plan to be at the Killington this year for the, the Spartan race. Uh, so that's awesome. one, one of my goals. Uh, but if people want to learn more about uh, your guys' story or yourself or, or anything, what would be the best way to, to uh, contact you guys on social media or websites or whatever? Yeah, we're just, we're at athletic brewing on every social media and then just athleticbrewing.com. Um, and then my direct email is bill at athletic brewing, uh, bill at athleticbrewing.com also. Um, but thank you so much for the kind words and having me on. Uh, it's a it's a huge honor just to have your time and uh, attention. So um, really appreciate the chance to just like rap about what's going on and everything. For sure, thank you. It was uh, I was really cool for uh, for John to introduce us, and uh, thank you to John if you're listening uh, for doing that. Uh, it, it helps build uh, my uh, my my podcast by getting uh, awesome people on like yourself and. It helps you guys by, like you said, your marketing is all over the place, right? So it's it's a free marketing aspect for you guys too, which is awesome. Oh, thank you. Yeah, John's the man. John, if you're listening, I'm coming for you tomorrow morning in our workout. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, so uh, thank you, uh, Bill, for uh, being on the show. And uh, for everyone out there, keep living strong. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Living Strong Podcast. If you guys enjoyed what you heard and want to share this podcast with the world, there's two things you could do. You can leave us a review so we get a bigger reach and it will help us out so much and you can leave that on iTunes or anywhere you listen to your podcast or you could share this podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much, guys. Keep living strong. Thank you for listening and being part of the Living Strong Podcast. Till next time, keep living strong.